You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. The long game is showing up. We know that expression, but what does it fully mean? I mean, there's physically showing up, there's mentally showing up, there's emotionally showing up, and then there's showing up for yourself and showing up for your customers and your clients. Like, there's a lot behind this phase, all boiled down to two words. So let's break it down. We're going to start with emotionally. It's, it's happening now. We've had to emotionally show up so much. I had this episode laid out and recorded just before all of this coronavirus social distancing went into effect here in the U.S. And in the span of a week, everything changed for us. You know, those overseas were already well into their lockdown and we were watching them. We watched Italy sing from balconies at night. And this was a lesson in emotionally showing up for your neighbors and yourself. You know, the world changed drastically and quite quickly. So emotionally showing up is more important now than ever. And in small business, it's based on community. That's what small businesses are. So showing up for your community with camaraderie, with support, with a place to be together, that's what's needed right now. You know, and Facebook groups have been amazing for this. If you have one, be in it. Set up those extra Facebook lives and connect and interact with your group. And if you don't have one, this is like the perfect time to start one. A few women I work with um, have started Facebook groups at this time. And, you know, the membership has just increased because people, you know, they want this space to connect and have more personal engagement and love that the fact, love the fact that, you know, a Facebook group can be private. So it gives you, you know, a different space than what's happening on your page. And it allows people to reveal themselves and really connect. So, you know, the anxiety that we're feeling at this time, you know, means people are looking for community and really getting niche. So from thinning hair to weight loss to ADHD, I'm seeing community members bond over one aspect of their lives, but then lean on the community for other aspects of their lives. You know, this is all happening inside a Facebook group. So there's a lot going on there. You know, but how do you emotionally show up when you're feeling fragile as well? You know, and this is where your leadership comes in. You don't have to have all the answers. You just have to hold the space, provide the space, and facilitate that it's okay to have the conversation here. And I bet in a lot of ways, you'll be uplifted by the community as well. You know, so it'll help you through that time. Um, And this is what leaders do. You know, your community is ready for some connection and some engagement. And I've been thinking a lot about the lessons that we're learning during this time, you know, and how they're going to translate once we get, air quotes, back to normal. You know, newsflash, back to normal means showing up emotionally for your audience as well. 
And it's part of the showing up trifecta, you know, so we have to continue to do it. And what is the the normal emotionally showing up? It's understanding your audience's emotions when they come to you. So example, for me as a web designer and tech person, you know, it's understanding that people come to me confused, upset, distraught, with expectations, and more. You know, there's so many emotions running when it comes to tech and people's businesses. So, you know, the biggest emotion is people are feeling fear from what they don't know. And this applies to so many industries because there's so many layers to everything that we do in our businesses. And our clients just don't know what all those terms mean and they don't know what to do next. So that fear is palpable. So emotionally showing up for me means meeting people where they are, even if it's at the very beginning, you know, breaking things down for them and doing so in a kind way, holding their hand and giving them support. So it's being with them when there are successes and being with them when there are failures, because not every program sells, especially the first time. You know, I'm helping people shape their future with a path that they aren't too familiar with. So helping them move forward despite the emotions that they're feeling. You know, I come into their situation and I'm thinking clearly and I'm helping them see the opportunities and I'm directing them towards it. You know, so we all deal with emotions in our business. You know, people aren't separate from their emotions. They bring that baggage with them, (laughs) whether it's fear, anxiety, it can be excitement or ambition. Like the, the, the emotions don't have to be a negative piece. They could be a positive piece as well. So you as um, in your business, as a business owner, need to understand how to deal with that and how to harness those positive emotions even. So however it manifests for you, you know, show up and guide your community through it. Next up in showing up is physically. So this one has taken on a whole new meaning now, but it's a good time to reflect on how you can physically show up better going forward. Physically showing up, you've got to be there. At the meeting, at the event, it's the connection. It's the start of the outward commitment. You know, what in your business can you physically show up for? Is there a storefront to be at? You know, is there a networking event to be a part of? Is there a vendor event to be a part of? You know, I have the most online business of them all, but physically showing up is part of what I do. So a little story. I showed up in person to one of my VIP clients classes, and this was before we started working together. Um, You know, she had a 90 minute event and it was an opportunity for me to see the work that she was doing and the customers that were being served and, and, and to really get an understanding of things. So that's showing up solidified in her mind that I was the one she wanted to work with. I mean, who shows up for a website? Like I took an interest in what was happening overall for her. And at that time, it wasn't easy for me to do. You know, like I can't really do evenings on the fly because I've got young kids at home, but I recognized the value of showing up in person and I made that happen. And not only was the showing up good for her in terms of helping her make a decision about wanting to work with me, It was good for me because I understood this person so much better by being there and experiencing the work. And with my VIP clients, I'm often crafting the brand visually as well as identifying that brand voice. And so it's really important for me to have a level of understanding that's much deeper. So this was the case here. I was able to have an experience of the work. And, you know, I saw this as a gift for me to be able to like do my 
my work better. And we laugh now because, you know, she's commented a few times that this is all because I showed up that day. So this is also why like retreats and conferences and in-person networking are so impactful because we get to be in each other's energy. And I'm a big proponent of networking. Number one, I like to have a good time. Um, But you get to show up and exchange your energy and connect. And there really is nothing quite like it. You know, it's the same concept as why we go to see musicians and performances live because there's something about being in the room together and showing up with that energy. Like we exchange it. So I go out of my way to meet people in person. As I was writing the notes for this podcast, I was sitting outside of the vessel in New York City. And if you don't know, it's the newest New York City landmark. It's a huge honeycomb shape made of staircases, made up of staircases with amazing views from every angle and covered in copper colored steel. So it's super reflective. And I came into the city for a meeting with one of my team members for lunch, and I took some time to walk along the High Line, and there was the smell of boiled hot dogs and, you know, cool street art all around. So I took some photos and videos, and, um, you know, I was adding it to the collection of things that live on my phone and not on social media. (laughs) But that's what showing up physically does. Like, it gives us inspiration. It connects us. It enlivens us. Like, I was able to participate in in life, in the city, by by showing up for that meeting. And here's the thing about showing up. Like, we all have excuses not to. It's handling those, arranging from those, and, and that's the true test of showing up. How many times have you RSVPS but didn't go? You know, so many that we have memes about it. And I get it. You know, nothing is easy. But it's like the James Frick quote. Don't tell me where your priorities are. Show me where you spend your money and I'll tell you what they are. It's the same thing with showing up. Where you show up tells me what's important to you. And we all have our stuff. You know, making space for physically showing up builds you and your business in ways that you can't imagine. So I encourage you to do that when we're able to get back out, like engage physically and show up mentally. It's the third in the trifecta. Showing up mentally means you're there. You're committed. You are present. And by committed, I mean committed to that conversation, committed to that time together. Whenever anyone asks the most inspirational book you've read or what book had the biggest impact on your life, my answer is always The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Have you guys read that book? I mean, gosh, its popularity was probably like 1999, but you know, it had a real impact on me. And it talks about presence and showing up in mainly metaphysical terms, but the essence that you drill down to your daily life is there's a presence that you have and you show up to the conversation that you're having so that you're connecting with people, not distracted, fully engaged, and you show up in a way that allows for you to be aligned. So that's one way to mentally show up, listening, being present for the conversation you are having and, you know more important than ever with all of our distractions and phones and all of that now. So really show up. Mentally showing up also encompasses your skills and applying what you know and what you're good at to the work that you're doing. So this is the fun part, or at least it should be. Um, You know, this is you getting to bring it. 
And for me, this mentally showing up happens in two main ways in my business. And now that I know this, I've arranged my whole business around how this works. So I'm going to share that with you. All right. Number one, um, the first way I mentally show up are on my strategy calls. And these can either be with an existing client or with a potential client. But I give all of my energy on these strategy calls in the same way. And, you know, I think that's why so many of these strategy calls actually turn into client relationships because I'm all in, I'm engaged there, you know, and I set myself up for success on these calls. Like I don't go in blindly, you know, I can take one blindly, but I have my potential clients fill out a form um, when they make their appointment. And we're going to talk more about the onboarding process in another episode because that's a really important piece to your business, I believe. Anyway, so I have people ask, uh, fill out a form where I ask very pointed questions about their business, what their interest is, you know, and I have an understanding of what they're looking to do before I even get on that call. You know, I'm able to do a little research and come prepared or at least have some ideas. You know, and I give a lot of strategy on these calls. Like I give it away for free. I give ideas and you know, everything might not be right, but it's all part of a larger plan. So it just shows that I'm able to solve problems. You know, it shows them what I'm good at. You know, I'm able to show my energy that I bring to the working relationship to these, you know, in addition to the problem solving. And I also show my visionary ideas to them, you know, so that this is one of the things I've really set myself up for. And it goes the same with an existing client. Like I'm even deeper into the research and the relationship with them. And, you know, I'm able to bring all of those ideas and all of that energy. And I feel like it's my job to help people see that opportunity, you know, what they aren't seeing or what could be possible for them. So these strategy sessions allow for that and they allow me to riff. Like I love to get on and just let ideas flow and, you know, show up mentally in that way. So the second way of showing up mentally is when I sit down to do the work, you know, working on design, mostly I'm talking about now, but like, you know, that's very different from the above because for this part, I'm showing up alone. I show up with my creativity. I show up with my flow. There is no one to show up to in this process. You know, I show up alone during the day and very late at night and I show up until the design is complete, until the strategy is complete. I show up alone. But at the end of the day, it's obvious that I showed up. And conversely, it would be obvious that I didn't show up. You know, we can tell by the quality of work and showing up shows through. So, you know, knowing this mentally showing up, I have set my business up around these two pieces, you know, and that's why you need to bring yourself to everything that you do. You need to bring your voice. And that's why I place so much emphasis on figuring out your voice with the people I work with, you know, knowing who you are so that you're always working towards your strengths. All right, here we are. How are you showing up? How are you showing up right now? Even amidst all of this disarray and mum, you know, mumbled schedules. Right now, you know, there are still so many ways you can show up your, for your audience, even though things aren't normal. All right, so let's go over a few ways. One is offering an in-person product digitally. I mean, this is the pivot for gyms and yoga and exercise studios. And I also love this idea for teaching something that's related to your product. So for example, the Sill, they sell plants um, online and you know they have online gardening classes. 
Same thing for like a florist. You could do online flower arranging and then have people purchase flowers that you deliver to them. So a number of ways to create online products that support your physical sales, home delivery of your items to stores. So my friends at Magic Sky Play, which is an indoor play space, you know, they had to close their doors due to the lockdown right now. And but they've shifted to doing home delivery of like toys and puzzles. And I'll tell you, it's better than Amazon because you can't even get puzzles on Amazon right now. You know, they've done things like created Easter baskets and and they deliver them to their area. So it's such a smart way to take what was 20% of their business and let it lead forward now. And, you know, we've all heard of restaurants doing this in some way, home delivery, but, you know, some have taken it a step further. You know, they've created these packaged DIY kits. So my local ice cream shop will sell you a make your own um, ice cream sundae kit. Uh, you know, it comes with two different flavors, pints of ice cream and two different sauces and sprinkles and all of this. And you go through the drive-thru and pick it up. Also, hair salons like my favorite, Wink in Asheville, North Carolina, they are selling DIY color kits. Like these are salon approved and they won't require a whole color overhaul um, when you can get back in the chair. But it's another way of staying connected to their audience, serving their needs and still able to have some sort of product go out the door. I love this. My dog walker, Peaceful Pups, she's offering sponsor a dog walk for a healthcare worker. Uh, You know, so like, since we're all home, dog walking is less now. But like, there are essential workers who need to go and still have to show up at work. So this is a great one. I love this idea. And it's a way for people to also give to their community. And gosh, we're even selling our Girl Scout. The Girl Scout cookies are, are going this way online and um, donate them to healthcare workers. We talked earlier about Facebook groups. Create a free Facebook group. You know, here you can give value and build your trust factor. You know, you can show up every day. You can uh, post info, you can commiserate, you can do memes, and you can be funny. You can really let all facets of your personality come out here. Okay, another one, do a webinar or a series of webinars. Um, you know, you pick the relevant topics that make sense for your audience. It gives you something to promote that's free at this time. It helps build your audience and your authority, and it helps people get to know you. I mean, that time on a webinar, you know, they're usually 45 minutes to an hour. So you're spending significant time with people and they really get to know you to, you know, roll into other products at a later time. And I love the idea of repurposing this content. I mean, that's going to be a whole nother podcast, but you know, any content that you're creating like a webinar or even some of these other pieces like the um, digital products, like you need to repurpose that, use that on social media in different ways and draw people in with that. So don't just make it a one and done. Okay, so we can do Facebook Lives and IGTV, you know, with everyone spending so much time on social media now. You got to get out there and connect. I mean, bring some of your personality, you know, and your know-how to the audience. You know, this can be a weekly show of sorts, like show up weekly. You can, you know, do Q&As, um, ask me anything. You can offer just solutions in your area, giving tips or, you know, one of my sh- um, chef clients did a great, a great one about like food storage. So um, you could check out Relish Your Chef for that. Another way to show up at this time is email marketing. 
You know, one of the best emails I received was from my plumber, Matt. You know, he sent out a quick email saying that he'd still show up if you needed him. And, you know, he'd be taking precautions such as masks and gloves. But he ended with the best advice. Do not flush anything but toilet paper. And it just cracks me up. But, you know, it was the best advice to avoiding problems. You know, so you can just show up in that inbox, drop a note and say hello. It doesn't have to be, and it shouldn't be a sales pitch. You know, he was like, I'm here for you still. Um, And my favorite way to show up related to that is personal calls, emails, messages, like check in with your people. How are they doing? Do they need you? Do they need to bounce ideas? Do, uh, you know, is there a resource you can, you can share with them? You know, stay in touch with what's happening in their lives. So showing up, it takes creativity. Showing up is leading. Showing up is standing out. Showing up is being real. Showing up is surviving. And showing up makes people want to work with you. Step one is showing up. Okay, so now we're going to have a little fun. I think we could all use it. And it's been um, an idea of mine to end all of my episodes with something I'm loving right now. What I'm loving right now is all the creative ways um, and things that we're cooking. And I thought I would share one of my favorites, which is just a little cult thing going on called waffle tots. Have you guys heard of it? It's basically taking tater tots, frozen tater tots, and popping them into your waffle iron and cooking them. So I'm going to put a link to a video or I'm I'm sure I can find something on YouTube about it, but um, I heard about it somewhere online and um, so I thought I'd try it. And let me tell you, you end up with a crispy, salty, tater delicious. Um, And in my family, we've always been a fan of, you know, shredding the potato and making like one big hash brown in the frying pan. And it's kind of similar to that, but just a little saltier. Um, So it was kind of fun to do. And I ended up taking a bag and letting a bag of tater tots letting them defrost a little bit uh, so that they could compress in the waffle iron and popping them in the waffle iron and then leaving them in there. I mean, you know, it took a while to cook, but it was totally fun and it was totally doable for the kids and, um, you know, a fun eating, get some sour cream. I mean, it's totally lockdown food all the way. Check out Waffle Tots and have yourself some fun. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.